The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lasso the Sports Talk. It is a Friday. It is a good Friday. It is also happy hour today. $5 martinis at Armadillo's grill we have a lot to talk about at the show you may want to get your pen write down the number or remember the number if you had a good memory like i used to have 888-346-9144 we got a lot to talk about but for 40 minutes of this show it's going to be about baseball major league baseball or the things that entitle that surrounds baseball that no one's really noticing and it hit me about three days ago so first thing I did was I text two of my two of my buddies and I'm like and I asked them, What are y'all gonna do now? The platform is out there. The issues are out there. What are you guys gonna do? Somebody has to buy into or be willing to get in the forefront to change what it looks like. And the topic today is really how baseball looks. Last night I found out that the Diamondbacks <clears throat> has no African-Americans on their team. Now, I, lo- I love the Diamondbacks. I'm, I live in Arizona. I root for the Diamondbacks. I root for the Phoenix Suns. I root, obviously, for the Arizona Cardinals. The Phoenix Mercury's, everything professionally, the Coyotes, who's now going to change their name to the Arizona Coyotes. Kevin is supposed to be our insider on that. Kevin Gassman, funny, funny dude. He must have been telling me a joke at the time when he said that. He's an insider in hockey. We, we, we'll get that going uh, at some point. But the, the look of baseball is what I want to talk about. And my guest today in about 12 minutes will be Brian Nelson. We'll break down his uh, resume for validation reasons. We'll break down uh, and we'll get into what baseball, because really, outside looking in, and baseball is my favorite sport, one of my favorite sports, but outside looking in, these guys, these guys have more, you know, I have Junior Spivey on the show a lot, but these guys have more insight on how baseball looks from the dugout to the TV screen as we see it. Don't forget tomorrow, Shoppers, I'm a school in Queen Creek. I am there from 10 to 12, but Ron Johnson, professional angler, professional fisher. Is that, is that a word, fisher? Fisherman. <laughs> professional fishermen will be hosting a uh, an event over there and uh, it's not just about fish it's not just about boating it has every outdoor events over there and, and I've been to that place and there's really not anything like it once you go in there you may just say there's a, a baits and tackles but I'm talking about everything outdoors shoppers tomorrow from 9 until uh, I want to say about 2 or 4 
will be an all-day event going on. Stop by, get some autographs signed. Different guys will be there. Uh, that was mentioned yesterday, yesterday on the show. Ron Johnson called in, um, gave us some enlightenment on what was going on. I'm a school in Queen Creek. That will be on the northwest corner of Alma School. A lot of young guys in the collegiate level are headed to the NBA. It's not shocking. It's not surprising. Don't be overwhelmed. Don't have uh, 50 million conversations about why and why not. If you want to keep these young guys on a collegiate level, then you do what these guys at Northwestern are doing. I don't know how far this will go at Northwestern, but they are making a lot of noise as far as the rights of players. The latest thing I heard was the insurance, <clears throat> health insurance being covered after you've played your collegiate uh, years if you've been hurt. That makes sense to me. A lot of guys don't go to the NFL or don't go to the NBA or don't go to the major leagues because they got hurt in college. Should there be some compensation for it? I know we can argue about the, well, you're going to get your education. You got to go to school. Well, yeah, right. Whatever. Call in 888-346-9144 if you want to argue that point, argue that comment. Call in. There's an issue with uh, Yasir Puig defecting from Cuba, defecting from and, and being held hostage, not being held hostage, but threatened. I talked a little bit with that with Brian Nelson, see if he knows the insights. I know uh, Spivey, Junior Spivey and I talk about uh, baseball stuff. And that's why I see these two guys Here's your platform. Here's your stage. Get your xylophone and start yelling. Because they have some valid points. Not just in baseball, but the sports sports in general and how things look. The NFL had to do this. They made every team that was looking for a coach interview, and there's ways around it. They made them interview, and let's say African-American for use of a, for lack of a better word, <clears throat> that name changes so often. But they made them interview an African-American coach or potential coach. That was the Rooney rule. That's why Pittsburgh has such a great organization. That's why they don't tolerate nonsense, regardless of who what your color is, who you are, where you're from. They put the right people in the right places, and their team stays in the main front as far as winning football games, getting in the playoffs, playing where they play in that conference which is a tough conference most times. You have the Rooney rule. So what do you do with the uh, Major League Baseball when I can tell you or show you there's no African-Americans on some of these teams? And here's, here's, what, here's where all this stemmed from. I, I saw a publication and read some things that there were 67 and these numbers can be lower, and I'll tell you why, or it will be explained to you why. There are 67 African Americans in Major League Baseball. Why is this an issue? We'll, we'll find out when Brian Nelson comes on the line, a guy who's been playing baseball from, from day one, a guy who has a son that's exceptional at this sport. Will he take exception 
if his son reached the pinnacle of that sport, how would he look at baseball then? I'm going to ask him all these questions. I have Brian on hold right now, but I really, really can't wait to this second segment. It's about to be very interesting on how baseball goes about their business. It's about to be very interesting on why baseball look the way they look. As a huge fan of the sport, I'm a huge fan of baseball. If you remember, I, I say it all the time. I should have been playing baseball. I should have played baseball. I know we all say we should have been doing this, should have been doing that. But, you know, you got to have certain people in your life to, to guide you in the right direction. So when I when I mentioned uh, Brian Nelson, when I mentioned Junior Spot, when I mentioned these guys that have kids and these kids play, Brian got a son is exceptional, as I mentioned, at the sport of baseball. How is he going to look at the sport of baseball? What is he going to tell his kid? Do you... Do, do you play in this league or do you go to this league? Where where can you go if you want to do is is major league baseball the pinnacle as 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 far as do I have to play major league baseball? baseball? Can I go overseas and generate a revenue that's sustainable for my 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 lifestyle after the sport? Can I go to Mexico? Can I go to Puerto Rico where they're getting a lot of our players? Can I go to Japan? You know, in some cases, if you're looking for a player from overseas, and let's say I'm talking Japan, China, sometimes you got to give these guys millions of dollars to just talk to them. This has nothing to do with the contract. This is guaranteed just to talk to them, just to convince them that you should be playing for Team A and Team B. And Team C doesn't have enough money to even get in that conversation. But this is this is the practice, and I don't have no problem with it. I don't have a problem with it at all if it was fair across the board. See, my only thing about sports in general, I don't care where we play. I don't care where the game is played as long as it's played on a fair playing field. I know a lot of athletes that think like that. I don't care where the game was played as long as the playing field is the same. We talked about a lot of this uh, with the football we talk about a lot of this with the uh, basketball. I know we argue on the show a lot, Alex and myself. We argue about the basketball game at uh, this level, the NBA level, the collegiate level is, is AAU basketball. We talked about that. Uh, the minor leagues of baseball. There's some minor league teams. You put a minor league teams. You go to the minor league and get some minor league teams, some players. You probably can beat half of the baseball teams, major league baseball teams. But why do you hold a guy down so long? This is all the stuff I'm going to get into with Brian Nelson, who's been playing baseball since he was able to walk, who has that passion not only to play the game, but to change the game. Why did major league baseball buy the Negro League? Now, people don't be strange and fearful of the words and... But why did Major League Baseball buy up the Negro League? This is Cormela Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. That's the number. Here's what I'm going to do. i got a minute left. I'm going to bring in Brian Nelson just to introduce him, but we're going to get really into it when we come back from break. Brian, are you online? Yeah, what's up, Cormela? Man, I appreciate you um, coming on the show. I definitely appreciate it. This is something that was an issue for me. But 
to bring it to the forefront, you know, I usually call guys who who's knows the ins and outs of it, who's been who's been doing it forever. First of all, man, you want to break down your your resume as far as the sport before we get into it, because people like to say and they like to think they always find a reason to to injustify somebody. Right. <laughs> well, first of all, man, thanks for having me, man. Um, it's it's a really big issue that uh, a lot of people want to duck and dodge and, you know, go around the issue. But um, I've been playing baseball since 19. I was drafted the first time in 1992 out of high school in Crossed, Arkansas. I went to junior college in Texarkana, Texas, and I played under um, the current Arkansas Razorback head coach, Dave Van Horn. Uh, He was my college coach. Um, I went on from there. I played in the uh, WBC World Series. This is a summer league for college players where I was an All-American. Um, I was an All-American my freshman year in college and the most outstanding player in the conference. And I was drafted late by the Houston Astros. That's even just to start it right there. Uh, when, when they draft you um, back in the day, it was like draft and follow. So um, they would draft you, and then they would, you would, they would have your rights until the next season, the next draft. Right. So, uh, I ended up signing late that year because I did well in the summer league and went to the Houston Astros. The Astros, um, Cubs. So basically, um, without going too crazy, um, I have 20 years of playing inside of baseball, you know, from uh, organization to organization. The Diamondbacks was a great organization I played for. Um, the Cubs, the White Sox, the Blue Jays. Um, I played with, you know, unbelievable players. Ricky Henderson is one of my mentors. He, uh, when I made it to the major leagues with the Boston Red Sox in 2002, he was... He just took me under his wing and, uh, you know, showed me pretty much um, where I was going to have to fit in in the game, if, if at all, you know. Mm. So, interesting. Uh, interesting you say it like that. We're going to take a quick break. I got Brian Nelson on the phone. Bats right and left. Plays second, short, out anywhere in the outfield. Credentials are there. The information is to follow. When am I supposed to? We're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Hi, I'm Joe Swedish, CEO of WellPoint. We proudly support the March of Dimes and all they do to reduce the rate of premature birth in the United States. Though premature births have recently declined, still half a million babies are born too soon each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs that help moms and their babies live healthier lives. Please visit MarchofDimes.com and join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Arms. 
Welcome back to the Kwame Lassie Sports Talk 888-346-9144 I have Brian Nelson Again, the guy played Has 20 years in the In the sport of, of wealth and knowledge um, Again, he's uh, Best right and left uh, You get, gave him his resume We talk about the playing field I mentioned the playing field In my opening uh, part of the show uh, You talked about the the direction you've you've choose to go because of your age or when you're coming out or where you're from, uh, things that transpire. And a lot of people can say, well, you should have waited. You should have did this, should have did that. You'd have got more. Yeah, when you have somebody who knows more, that can tell you more, you do more. Uh, and I don't want Brian and definitely or myself to come off as angry or do this group of people or that group of people have to have everything or or lack of or or not who deserves what I just want to call it how I see it I was watching the uh, a sporting show about three or four days ago and I was kind of like ticked off that that number popped up and I said that can't be true that can't how many major league baseball is it 32 major league baseball teams 30 30 30 yeah, I'm thinking 25 football. guys on each active roster it, it, and they protect 40 guys so 25 on the actual roster in the major leagues so there's 30 teams, and the number I saw was there's only 67 <laughs> African Americans um, on on in the league, in the league, and 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 one of the uh, one of the baseball guys, Junior, said it could be less than that, depending on how they have you in these these systems, how they right. have you in the system. So, man, explain explain a little bit to me, Brian, um, because I want to go the whole show about about this. Explain a little to me about first your concerns with Major League Baseball right now, and 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 did you know? I'm sure you did that the Diamondbacks had no African American. I said African Americans for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. but they have no African Americans on their team. Is that? And you know the Rooney Rule with Pittsburgh and how you had to interview coach this, they had to do all that to go through this, try to fairness, and I, and I mentioned. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care where we play. I don't care who I play, as long as the playing field is fair. So then well, it comes down to the talent and winning and losing. Well, in today's game, I want to be, you know, I want to be fair about this. So, you know, now when I was coming up, there were there were so many African-American players. I mean, like every organization, my organization, our top, you know, four or five players out of the top ten each year was African-American, and there were a lot of us. But in today's game, really, man, they, they're um, they're missing it at the bottom, and they're not getting the teaching. They're not getting baseball at a lower level, so there's not really much to draft and to choose from right now. You know what I mean? So, but that comes from a long line of of um, you know things that's happened to where people don't want to play baseball. Where you have guys like Daryl Strawberry's son and King Griffey's son plays football, and like like. Barry Larkin's son plays baseball, like, come, I mean, basketball at uh, Miami. He played at Miami, and he's in the NBA now. So, like, those guys, if their sons are not playing baseball, and Ken Griffey grew up in the clubhouse with his father, you know, and that's 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 what you do. That's your family. Then if those guys are turned off by the game, I've started to look at it like that. It's like, what is wrong with the game? If Ken Griffey, one of the nicest kids, one of the nicest guys, Ever in you know life, let alone sports. And for a you know, while, he was the face of baseball. Exactly, he was the face of it. When I was a kid, every kid wanted to be Ken Griffey Jr. 
you know? Yeah. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, the numbers don't bother me. Um, if you guys get a chance to read Dave Winfield's book, uh, he says, you know, like probably in two or three more years, it's going to be like 1%. How is that? How is that possible, though? What there's a there's an age limit where you have to reach kids. I know you do a lot outside of playing the game, but you do a lot of. Um, I will say you more of an ambassador of of getting these kids to, um, because there's an age limit where kids are not interested, and if you get them interested, you teach them the right technique and proper um, ways to play the game. And, I, and what's that age? I would say it's from like five to. Five to twelve, five to ten, from, like from the start to twelve to about twelve. But we have to be fair about it too. And, and there's no African American fathers. Also, there's no African American men in the in the in the communities that's getting teams. Like if I was another race and I had a team, I would I would you know I would probably get a team with my kids on it and their friends and add some pieces. You know what I mean? Like if I'm paying the money and I'm you know supporting the league and doing this. So we have to we have to look in the communities because where I grew up in Arkansas, there were every all the African American men played softball. The older men they played softball, they played baseball. Everybody played, you know what I mean. And, and you you grew up in an environment where it was comfortable to play. If if you're an African American kid like myself, where I was pretty much the only African American kid on some teams, then you can't really be yourself. You start off baseball not ever being able to be yourself. You yes. have to change the way you talk. You have to change the way you act. You have to change the way you live when you get up to a certain level. You have to change. And this is all, it's all because, I mean, it's just the perception that you have to have. It, it, across the board, anywhere, and you mentioned Deshaun some. John Jackson would never play baseball. He would have been, been released. <laughs> he would have never played baseball. Yeah, he would have got released. He would have got his money up front. Uh, he played a couple good years. If you ever got hurt and whatever, he would have been done. He with all that talent, with all that talent, he would have been done. Because you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned um, a lot of the baseball faces that we know, and a lot of their sons growing up in the sport. But but because of those guys played at a high level, and they played at the they played the politics as a high level. It's a lot of things that leads into this. Because I want to say a lot of these guys are scared to talk because they have a contract, they have a gag order. But I get into that. Uh, so remind right. me about that. Also. Across the board, anywhere, any generation, any nationality, any race, if you don't see an older generation of, 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 of those people in front of you, then there's no, there's no way you have any guidance. So you go, you, you go astray. You go your own way. Right. And I'm saying that to say this. Well, the kids today, the young African-American kids today, they're not they're not leaning towards baseball. There's not, no, there's not instant gratification because they don't see that they don't see that in Major League Baseball, so they don't see that goal. And, and what I would like to do, I and mean, I know you, uh, Ambassador, for this also, well, you can go to school for free. You can do this. You can do that. But sometimes, you know, they change the rules. And I, and I argue all the time with Alex and I, about this, and I argue with anybody about this. Sometimes these rules are changed. Basketball, football, you have to spend some time in college when that's really, really not your goal. Your goal is to go to that major league, that professional right. baseball, that professional football. But you can come right out of high school because there's no, and I think, and this is what I think about it, there's no African-Americans coming right out of high school, so they allow those kids who are not African-American to go right out of high school and make their money, but they'll tell these kids that can play basketball and play football, 
that you have to go to school, you have to go to college and make some money for this college and bring this college to a new light. Uh, say you went here, say you went there. So it becomes such a surprise when these people say, well, I'm going pro after my first year. What are you surprised about? This kid had no intention on going to college. You think he right. gonna, you want him to stay in school for another year, so now he only has two years? So is he even, even that, does that make it that much closer to graduate? But you talk about well, these kids. Most of the kids that graduate, I know hundreds of people with degrees that can't get a job. And you only have a certain amount of time in your life to play sports. You know this as a football player. You guys like to expect your our, um, career expected is probably, what, three to six years for a running back, maybe? Or, yeah, running backs I mean, used to be the thing you pick out of draft. Running backs, your, your mouth used to salivate for running backs, but now they come a dime a dozen because how they structure the lead now. And, and, like, people always ask me, uh, why would you always promote this to kids? You need to pour, promote education, education. Mm-hmm. In the African-American community, I think, in my opinion, I always tell people that if you stress sports or get them interested in something to make them have to go to school to even participate, then they'll go to school. So if, if they're interested in baseball, they know they have to go to school and get a 2.0 or whatever it is to go. So at least they will go to school and get their work just to play. But if they don't have any reason to go, they're going to end up on the streets like, you know, well, you know I, and I, they see the people making the money. Do. And I say this too, if you don't have a generation of people before you, you don't have anybody to look towards. And I go back to a lot of those guys you mentioned who grew up in the dugouts, who grew up in the locker rooms of baseball, and their sons choose to go a different route. But if you don't have that face, uh, there's no face, and don't say the Dominican Republican because <laughs> they're brown or because they look like this, or the, the Puerto Ricans because they look like this. Then, then we have some color in the league, and we have some uh, African Americans in the league. Don't don't lump that all together because you don't do that when it's time to pay, or you don't do that when it's time to play fair. So, uh, one of the things I did say was, I'm noticing a lot of guys. Honestly, I'm noticing a lot of guys that. And I look across. It's just not baseball, but this is the topic. This is the topic we having today. Because what will we change? What would you change in baseball? Because I know there's a lot of guys who got high salaries that won't. They just shut up. They they almost in the the Tiger Woods category. Like he won't speak on any major issues. Man, it's like it's almost like okay. If when you grew up, when I grew up, we all wanted better for our kids, and we wouldn't, you know, like. You live where you live, you know. <laughs> you didn't grow up like that. No. You know, your kids are not going to have the same, you know, we call it dog. They're going to have the same dog in them that you had because you had a rougher, you had a tougher life, but you prevented him from being like that. You know, you, you took that out of him, and he pretty much don't see it unless you take him back to that environment. And I try to, but you're 100% right, and I'll let you finish that because that's interesting that you... But the thing I think, my thing is the way to bring it back, the only way possible. Everybody can argue it, and Major League Baseball will argue because they don't want it, is to get your own league. That's the only way. If it wasn't for your own league, now our kids can play together and be themselves. I go to Dominican Republic in the wintertime. It's a party on the field. They're having girls dancing, and, you know, they got their their mascots. They got people riding on the field with four-wheelers. They got, you know... So it's fun times when you is they having a good time. It's it's all about baseball and all about the winning and losing, but the camaraderie alone comes with it. But they make sure if I'm gonna pay a ticket for a game, as a four hour game or a three hour, it's entertainment. But then the Negro League used to be like that. The Negro League was exactly like that, but it's culture and it's it's 
it's like, okay, we can express ourselves without having to be politically correct all the time. You know what I mean? Like, we can call each other what we want. We can do But that's not the whole goal. The goal is to get the kids in an environment where they're comfortable and can be themselves. You know, like, like if, if I had a Ricky Henderson on my team right now, he'll tell you right now that he would not, he wouldn't even make it to the majors probably. They'll, they'll release him. They, they would not have another player like that. In the big leagues, it's it's that's just a fact. It's, it's been stated, it's been said, and obviously it's true. What would you mean, an outspoken player? player? I I don't know. Whatever they people didn't like while he was playing, and then it's like it's almost like the Muhammad Ali factor. You hate him when he's going through it and he's speaking up for what's right, and now everybody loves him. You know what I find um uh that's bothersome to me. Um, now it's fun to love to um. Or you hate to love somebody. It's fun. That's a that's a fun thing. I hate to love that guy because he's just too good. He's so good. Um, right. And there's a difference that you love to hate a guy. That's a diff- totally different thing. And it sounds similar, but it's totally different. Man, yeah. I, uh, you you hate to love somebody uh, because he's that good or she's that good or or it just it's more so in God. That's a great talent. I hate to love him. He kills us. He kills us every time we line up and play, and that's a respect mm-hmm. thing. But when you love to hate somebody just because you just uh, just hating on them, that's a totally different comment that I'm making. That's a totally different uh, vibe, mm-hmm. totally different feeling towards someone. Mm-hmm. And it's where like you a, where you would you let your son? You know the game. Would you let your son who plays who 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 can play? And he don't not only play baseball. And I want to get back into um, not only play baseball. He plays. He plays two other sports at a high level. Football, track. Tr- track. Yeah, and football. But you're right. I wanna, I wanna, would you let him come up in the game if you can change the game, or would you let him come up in another league if that was a possible, if he can get, generate some revenue uh, for playing at a high level like these guys do at the major league? When you can, when you can be 20, 24 years old and have $150 million, or would you, uh, or, or because you tried to prevent him from growing up like you in Arkansas or around the environment you grew up like him, and you, it's not his fault that he don't have that dog in him. He might have the talent, but it's not his fault that he don't have that dog in him. Um, that's, not, that's not a disservice of how you raise your kids. It's just uh, you try to take them back. One of the things you mentioned, I try to take them back to Virginia. Uh, so they can see uh, my cousin, not just Virginia period, but my cousins who who has who you can see that's living different. Now, do you want to come back and live like this, or how you want to do? How you want to? How you want to grow up? How you want to? How you want to be living in a certain amount of years when you have to do it on your own? And it's not your fault that you live how you live now, but because we say, you know, I used to say. When I had kids, you know, you get in trouble, you get a whipping. I ain't never going to whip my kids like y'all do. I mean, you know, I say that in my breath, but, you know, you just, you just say you're going to treat your kids different how you was raised up. But So it's really not right. their fault. Mm-hmm. And I would let them, you know, the only way, the only way my son could play baseball, like, just think about this. I was watching the Yasiel Puig story yesterday. And the way he got over to America, you know, there was, it's pretty much human trafficking, pretty much. Yeah, they that's, that's, been, that's been going on for a while. Brought him over, you know what I mean? So, but the key part that I got out of all that was he did not come directly to the United States. If he would have come directly to the United States, he would have been subject to going through the draft. Right? Yes. That's so, and there's a, there's a salary cap on the draft. I think you can, I think it's 
maybe 10 you can make. So he went to Mexico first, established residency in Mexico, and became a Mexican resident. Now he's a foreigner and a free agent, and he got $42 million. Just by not going through the draft. So he's circumvent human trafficking for one that's been going on because they've been building the Major League Baseball, as we know it, has been building parks all over the country um, to promote the MLB baseball here in the States. Uh, but so he doesn't have to go through the draft. So he doesn't and have to go through the draft. He, he get a higher he get it he don't have to have a cap on the money that's warranted. They can bid on him. Right. Like the, the guys from Japan, like like Dice came out Suzaka, for instance, he, you came to the Red Sox, they paid $50 million just to talk to the team, the Sable Lions, and then they gave him $50 million to come and play. That's crazy. So it all circumvent. Without touching a day in the minor leagues or nothing, just you're good enough, you're playing. Because you can generate. But see, I understand baseball as a business, and that's money. He has 50, 100 cameras following him every day. Every time he pitched, everybody on watching it on TV, they're raving. I understand that. It was a guy, one of the scouts told me, he said, man, you can't be mad. They're going to sell more hats in Japan than they are in Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah, that's, what, like, I, you know, well, what? that's true. Right. No, you know you're what? Right. That is true. And, and that is true because you can make it true. If you promote more baseball in Arkansas, then you can sell some hats in Arkansas. You can, exactly. If you can get those kids at five years old, the, I'm gonna tell you what the NFL does. The NFL does a great job at marketing kids. They ain't how they don't have anything to do with college guys. They already at the co- collegiate level. They already know the pros is the next thing if that's their route. But they do a great job at marketing kids. They mm-hmm. do a real good job at marketing kids. And Major League Baseball market kids in different cities and not uh, going overseas. The Diamondbacks played a game in Australia this year. What was that for? Why were you going? What, who who's in Australia? Who's in um, Australia? Really, it, it really and truly, um, the way I see baseball and the way that it looks, you know, with the uh, World Baseball Classic and all that stuff going on, I really think they're trying to globalize baseball. Well, they trying and to do that with football that, by playing in London every year, right? And I think eventually, you know, maybe countries might have their own teams, and I don't know how they're going to do it, but I, it looks like they're trying to globalize it. Which even farther makes us go away even more because we don't have a league, you know. And that goes back to my point: the only way to get African Americans back into baseball is for us as African American men. This is not a racist thing. It's not a race thing. It just is what it is. We have to get our African American men that have played and have been in the game to come back and teach the kids how to play and to understand to help them understand what they're going to have to go through because it is different. You can say what you want. It is different. I can put up numbers. If you look up my numbers right now, when I was with the Chicago White Sox in 2004, I was triple-A all-star, 290-whatever, 22 home runs, almost 100 RBIs, broke the record for, you know, games played, all kinds of stuff. Crickets. You would, um... It's, 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 and then... They were to tell me to Japan. It's, a, it's, it's the exact same thing. You had a guy. I don't want to call names, but you know, hey, he already got in trouble for it. So hey, tell me his name. I'll call his, it. His name is Dave Wilder. Right? Dave Wallace. He, he, yeah, he got. He was the guy that got caught that um, was bringing money back from Dominican Republic because what they do is they'll have a free agent and they'll tell the team that the free agent is for a certain amount, 
Uh, let's just be oh, honest. Yeah, they'll yeah. pay uh, 500000 yeah, half a million. So they'll tell the player 250000 mm-hmm. and then they'll split the money between three people. They'll split two hundred fifty. I know of this. I've heard this story. I heard this before. I know of this, and, that, and that's crazy. But it goes back to one of the things you did say, the human trafficking, uh, and it sounds crazy to say. I got Brian Nelson on the line uh, 20 years in the game, 20 years of more longer than that of information of the game and seeing from childhood to right now where he is today being an ambassador for the rights of in my opinion the rights of the game and and you had a you got a 320 average man when you when you play ball you play all over the field um isn't it funny that you have to say this I'm not being racist or or I'm not trying to be this guy or angry guy I'm not being racist isn't it isn't funny in 2014 that you had to say this it is funny, but as soon as you, as soon as people are going to look back at my career and say, oh, he's on the downside, he's bitter because he, I'm not bitter. I have numbers. If you, I can back it up. My numbers were better than everybody's coming through. It, it's just a fact. You can look it up. There's no problem. I'm one of the leaders on the team. I looked it up. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a great clubhouse guy, supposedly. Um, I don't have all my teammates. I never had a problem with any of my teammates. I stay in contact with a lot of them to this day. So, a lot of people know what it is, man. You know, I get, I get at, uh, on it. So, I get at, um, I get at Junior Spivey a lot, and I, I, you know, you know, we all family, but I get at him a lot about Junior. You got a ring. You should be killing this town, but. Even though, even with the ring, it's how they perceive you. It's how the, it's how the look of baseball is. Um, so I understand, but I do give him a hard time because I think you know he can really do some huge things, and I know he is. I know you guys doing the limitless and all and that. But I'm just saying, the face you guys being an ambassador is getting that out because the platform has already been set, the stage is, is set up, built up. Now you got to go out there and get it to the right people. And you you say the only way or the best way. Is separation from Major League Baseball create another league? You have to get these kids. You have to go into the cities and not um, keep going and not going over and not going overseas and trying to build a Dominican or a Puerto Rico or PR. Not trying to build all those up, but build in the city, of the United States. I got Junior Spivey and uh, Trinidad Hubbard on the phone. Guys, hey, what's going on? Hello. Hey, what's, what's going, going on, man? Guys? We 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 um, shoot. We have about we gonna, we're not going to take a break, but we have about hmm. 15 strong minutes, 16 strong minutes. Man, we talking about the face of baseball. I got uh, Brian Nelson on the uh, line. You guys know of him. You know him. I got Brian on the line. We talking about the face of baseball. Why is, this, why is it like this? We talk about the, and I'm talking about from the outside looking in, the 67 African-Americans that's in Major League Baseball. And, and I found out that those numbers can be uh, misconstrued, that they could be less than that. Or could there be more than that? Well, I tell you what, you know, um, those numbers are heartbreaking. Our numbers are absolutely heartbreaking. Um, and, and, and the problem is it's not going to get better because it may be less than that, I mean, in terms of percentage-wise percentage, percentage wise in the minor leagues. So if you have 7% in the major leagues that are blackened, but you only have you have a 6% black involvement in, in the minor leagues, but if you do the math, you, you can easily see that, that uh, it's hard to get to the major leagues, so therefore the numbers will continue to trend downward. Uh, there's a lot of reasons uh, for that, and, and I think a lot of this is Trinidad Hubbard, by the way. Right, right. Uh, uh, there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, that can it can be really debated uh, uh, on the system that that the systemic problems that that are around uh, that that uh, contributes to the the the, the, the depleting of 
or the endangered species, the black baseball player. That's what I call it. I can't wait, wait to write that movie, you know, or that book, you know, because that's exactly what it is. Let me, and, and, um, and, let me, let me, let me start right there because you, you mentioned about writing the movie. Uh, what do you guys think about the, the 42 and how, how it was portrayed? Because, and, and you might, I don't know how serious you are, Trinidad, about writing them, right? Trinidad, you're from Chicago, right? I, I am serious about it. They're the endangered species, the black baseball player. Because let me let me interrupt you because there'll never be another Trinidad Hubbard or 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 uh, 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 Brian Nelson. There may be another Junior Spivey because you're going to have to be an all star to be a black player. Right. You're not going to be. You're not going to have the the, the hard working guy from Southern University or or the the, the kid uh, from Arkansas who 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 uh, was taking VP on New Year's Eve while everyone else was at parties. <laughs> make it. You know, I uh, hear that, you. That blue co- yeah, that blue collar guy is going to be hard for him to, to find a spot in the major leagues as it stands right now. Not that we can't, you know, uh, make a change. Colorado Rockies, San Francisco Giants, Cleveland Indians, Los Angeles, unfortunately, Atlanta Braves, Baltimore Orioles, Kansas City Royals, San Diego Padres, Chicago Hub, Trinidad Hubbard has an extensive career in in major leagues baseball. But you're right, you have to you have to be very exceptional. Uh, as far, as far as an all star, and then get on that team where you possibly get that World Series. So, uh, but I, I don't say that. I mean, it does validate uh, you guys for what you're doing. But the the book you're talking about it was, is is huge. Um, it's huge as far as the information that would be out there uh, that a lot of people don't know about from like outside looking in. You're not gonna get this. That's why when I and I usually talk to uh, Junior and uh, Brian, and they they go. They go hard on it, and it's not that they're angry about the sport. It's about they're angry at how the sport is portraying uh, African Americans, how the sports want to look in, in the 2014. It's not that they, uh, not even that it's racist, because I said I say it to Brian a second ago. Ain't, ain't it strange and funny that you have to say I'm not being racial or, or racist or um, to say, to, to prove your point, to validate your point, and, and why we should, and why baseball should have another, another league. Because the Major League Baseball brought up the Negro, they bought the Negro League, so there was no competition for Major League Baseball. And eventually, they can get the team and the, 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 the uh, franchise, the sport, how to, to look how they want it to look. You're absolutely right. You spoke about the, the movie 42. You know, I know Sharon Robinson. I know Sharon. I knew, I knew Jesse, her her son, who just recently passed away. And uh, uh, we were trying to do some adver- some advertising with that, that movie. Uh, it came up on us so quick, we were unable to do that with my company. But, you know, uh, to your point, uh, uh, the Negro Leagues, they did a fine job uh, of, of, of uh, promoting the, the uh, African-American baseball player. But uh, uh, that integration did, it ended up hurting uh, the, the black baseball industry, you know, and, and, and it, it obviously dissipated after the, after the Jackie Robinson uh, uh, experiment, which turned out to be, um, you know, hurtful, even though you know, we made it to the major leagues, we were grateful for that day. So let's not, let's, let's not kid ourselves. We were right. grateful for that day back in 1947. We were. We were, you know, right. um, but, but. But it, it somehow it pivoted to something very, very negative, you know, when they want to disguise the black player now as a Dominican guy, you know, <laughs> but they'll get a black player now, but he's silenced because he can't even speak the language. So is that part of their plan? Is that what they want to do? I got Trinidad Hubbard, uh, Brian Nelson on the phone. Great conversation. Junior Spavi. Um, Junior, you want to you touch on this? Because Junior, the one that enlightened me about this, and 
about the Diamondbacks and, and how they look. Uh, and I, I couldn't believe it. And I just I thought about it most of the night. When we talked last night, I thought about it most of the night. And I couldn't believe it uh, that there are some teams without that on without an African American on, on the um, on their roster or not. They're, they're, I guess they're was it a twenty man, twenty five man roster. Twenty five man roster. Yeah, not not one. And there's three teams that don't have not, they don't have one uh, black baseball player on their uh, on their roster. And it's and it's really it's sad. It's real sad. Um, you know, we talked about this. It was years ago. I remember. I think it was the year two thousand and two. It was two thousand and one or two. And Lenny Harris and I were talking and. They didn't draft one black baseball player that year. I mean, you're telling me not one. So you're telling me that's there's insane. not one player that in junior college. Outrageous. There's not a player that's playing Division One baseball that you could have drafted, or even a player out of high school, mm-hmm. a player out of out of out of you know at Southern somewhere. You couldn't draft one. There wasn't one player good enough for you guys to draft, and that's really sad. And they're killing the game. It's it's, it's done at the grassroots. And when you don't have a when you when you don't have anything to plant when you don't plant anything, it's not going to grow. So the game is is being killed at the grassroots. So we're going to have to plant that seed in order to change what's going on with baseball right now. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. That's the number if you want to call in. We have about I said a legitimate eight to ten minutes left in the show. Um, you guys are bringing a lot of insight, um, and I, this can't be just one show. So at some point, we're gonna touch on this later because I definitely want to. I definitely want to promote and get that book out, um, Trinidad, as much as possible. Let me go to. Let me go to uh, Brian. Brian, you mentioned early in the show that uh, even for the kids coming up or with the kids coming up, uh, along the lines with Junior just made one of his comments. He just made about if you don't plant it, we won't grow. And I said something uh, to you, Brian, about. If we don't have a generation of, of people to watch, uh, and that's across the board anyway, if we don't have a generation of people to watch, then our kids really never have a generation of people to follow or in the right direction. What do, um, mm-hmm. what do, you, what do you consider and how would you go about you know, creating your own league? Uh, you, that takes a lot of financial backing, and you know Major League Baseball don't want that competition because, as I mentioned, it's the reason why I think they bought up the Negro League and took a guy, yeah. took pieces and Take pieces from that league uh, to dismantle. Yeah, first of all, major league, um, the Negro leagues was making uh, way too much money, and they knew that when Jackie came, uh, those twenty thousand, thirty thousand fans were going to come too. So uh, that was the, one of the main reasons, also. But I, I really think we're, you're not going to get a league to compete with MLB right off the bat. There's absolutely no way. But there's so many other leagues, like in this league I played in for the last seven or eight years, uh, it's called the Atlantic League. Uh, you know, they have, this is a league that gives guys an opportunity after they've been released to, to continue to play and, to, you know, to continue to make a living and, you know, do base, play baseball and have an opportunity. That's fine and dandy, you know, but you look at that league and none of the black guys are, are leaving out of there. I got buried there, like, you know what I'm saying? And, and the guys that go there... You're, you know, you, if you know about the game, it's not really, you know, it's not really something that a lot of guys can handle. The pay is not good. But my thinking is if we can, we need to just, first of all, get one team. We need to get one team. There, when you think about it, there's an owner in every nationality except baseball, and I'm not talking about Magic Johnson. I mean, like, I'm talking independent leagues, Japan, Korea, everywhere. 
So if you're 17, 18, and don't get drafted in high school, you're done. If you go, if you come out of college, 22, 23, your career is over. Those other, every other race has a place to go and continue to learn. I didn't learn how to play baseball until I went to Mexico with Trinidad Hubbard, Danny Castillo, Warren Newsom, and and I really learned. I was 25, 26 years old when I really learned, you know, how, where I fit in the in the game of baseball. So. At 22, 23, you really don't know anything, especially if you come from a place where I come from where, you know, you're pretty much your own coach. So Let there me, has um, to be a medium. There has to be a bridge to get you to where you want to go and to bring the black fans back to baseball. We're missing the whole point. There was a whole country of black fans filling stadiums everywhere in the country, you know, to, filling the Yankee stadiums when the Yankee couldn't even fill it. So there is a market for it. There just has to be the right strategic plan. It has to be the right um, in the right locations, you know, where there's a population for it. And it, there's no there's no question that it will work. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk, Kwame Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. Got a uh, Brian Nelson, Junior Spivey, Trinidad Hubbard online. Chris is Chris Walker on the line. Yes, Chris okay. played eleven years uh, of baseball and minors. Um, Chris, I don't know how much you've listened to the show, but it is about the face of baseball, of uh, uh, why baseball is in the direction, and why in 2014 baseball looks the way it looks. Uh, what can what can be done for the direction of young African American kids to get them interested in baseball? Because I and I and I say the gratification for us, we need instant gratification. But if you got guys like you guys, we got Chris Walker's Junior Spy with Brian Nelson, we got Trinidad Hubbard, we got we got guys like that. You get them interested at a young age. And they can see the rewards and results, even if not playing in the major, but playing in another league, another league that's created by people who look like them. Well, it, it's it. Well, to start off, number one, uh, I want to say I was fortunate enough to play this game for eleven years and to actually actually be a teammate of Brian Nelson and Junior Spivey, and uh, get so you know how to get turned up. Dad in Mexico, here. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Somebody okay. cleaning the so dishes. I, I, I played with all three of those guys, and I'm telling you, they, they know the game, and I learned the game from them. And that was later in my career. But the problem is right now is the face of baseball is Latin. Latin is the new black. Latin is what's bringing them money. Okay? When these kids, when little black kids look on TV, they don't see a face like theirs. Yeah, but no. when they, they do actually see a face like theirs, that guy's a superstar. You see, you know, uh, uh, a Tory Hunter or C.C. Sabathia, or uh, Jason Hayward. But those guys really aren't marketed like they should be. But when you see think those of, guys... Think of, King, think of when Ken Griffey was in the game, the kid. Everybody knew who Ken Griffey was. We don't have that anymore. Well, see, most of the kids need somebody like you had. See, you mentioned you came up when you was coming up. You had guys that can show you the, show the lead how to go about your business. Most exactly. kids don't have – see, you had a junior spy. You had a uh, Brian Nelson. You had guys around the league that you could see at that time, uh, Torrey Hunters and uh, uh, Ken Griffey. You had a lot of those guys um, that you can see that look like you. Say So So things become attainable in your mind that, yeah, this is possible when I look at those guys. But nowadays, they, they, they show you some color, but it's not the color that of your nationality, of your race. And then you think, well, what happened to baseball? And, and that's my thing, because I do want to make it clear. It's, it's not about being uh, racist in 2014. we got to say that. It's not about all that. It's about how you change the game for your kids. And I mentioned all you got. Well, I don't know. 
if you guys, I know uh, Brian has kids, Junior has kids, but and they play all kinds of sports. But baseball, do they even have a chance to play baseball? Some of these guys who are getting paid millions of dollars, rightfully so, because of if they didn't have it to give it to you, they wouldn't give it to you. But they, it's almost like it's hush money. Nobody's standing out and speaking out. Right. And, and another exactly. thing, too. It's like when we had the African-American mission, Bug Seeley saw that there was a problem, and the problem was guys were speaking out, and they were doing it in front of the television. I mean, they were doing it. I mean, they were being interviewed, and they were speaking out. So he, he pulled us behind closed doors and had this meeting with all the black baseball players that was in the game. And next thing you know, hey, we haven't talked about this thing since. It hasn't been brought up. No one is speaking out anymore. You know, Tory uh, Tory hasn't spoken up uh, since that since that uh, that meeting. Uh, CC and these were guys that were speaking out on a regular because it was a problem then. This was like in 2007. Here we are, 2014. Nothing has been done. You know, so we have to continue to speak out and speak up about it if we want to make some if we want to make some changes. And baseball does not market the, the, base, the black baseball player the way basketball and football market their players. The hip-hop culture hasn't embraced baseball the way they've embraced the basketball players and the football players. And I think, and vice versa, baseball needs to embrace the hip-hop culture. We need to bring that culture into baseball if we want to change it. Let me, I have, a three, I have about three minutes in the show, so I'm, I, wanna, I do want to go around uh, uh, about 40 seconds, take about 40 seconds and, and, and talk a little bit about what we need to do. Brian, I'm going to let you go last because I'll give you a little bit more time. Um, talk a little bit about what uh, – I, I know we've been talking about what we need to do, but, but Trinidad has a book. Trinidad, is the book out or are you, uh, you you writing it now? No, no, I want to write a book. I, I, if, 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 if I was unclear about that, I apologize, but I think, you know – Oh, no, that's fine. We all got books to write. We all got books in us. My aunt told me this a long time ago as a kid. That's right. We all got that's books in us. Right? Yep. So yeah, yeah that'll be that'll be definitely get that book out. Go ahead. Well, that's something like me, Brian, and 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 uh, uh, and, 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 and I'm telling you, other players, include you know, Junior. We can get together. I think this is a story to tell to shine light on the situation. I mean, it, it culminates in the major leagues. Why the numbers are so low? I mean, there's a reason for that, and and it's, and, and you can't tell me that black players are not playing. I mean, I, I, go, I go to Texas Southern and Prairie View and, and see these guys playing. I see Southern University playing. They got some really good baseball players. Trust me, they do. They're being missed. Why they been missed? We don't know. Then you go back to Chicago, inner cities. They don't, they don't put the money in the inner cities like they used to. Uh, and, that, and it can start at the municipalities at that level where they, they give them nice surfaces to play on, you know. But right now in Chicago, you can't find a good school in, in, the, in the inner city. You gotta go to Oklahoma, Illinois. You gotta go to suburbs. You, in, in Houston, you can't go to inner city. Houston, you have to go to Sugarland. You gotta go to Cy Fair. They, now, who gives the scholarships to college? Those kids out in the suburbs who, who play select baseball. Right. You know, you can't play select baseball in the inner city. You can't afford a $400 bat. Okay? Yeah. So it's systemic. That's, it's that's systemic. true. I see you taking more than 40 seconds. I see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go Nelly. Nelly, finish it up real quick. Nelly, take about forty seconds. We we really got a minute left. Well, man, I just want to thank you first of all, but we we just need to first of all realize that there's a problem. You know, I'm not trying to make major league baseball. I'm asking for anything. I just want the people that know what's going on and that can change it to help change it in a positive way. If you're on board, that's fine. If not, that's fine too. I appreciate my guest, uh, Junior Spivey, Trinidad Hubbard, Chris Walker, 
Definitely. You guys know we couldn't get everything we want in because y'all bring up a lot of things. Y'all bring up a lot of things that need to be changed. We couldn't get it in all in this hour show. My show is, and we can do it again. I set, it, I set the whole show aside, and we can do it again and really get it more in depth, um, which I thought we got in depth, but we can really figure out a solution of how, why, when, and where uh, to get this done. We all have foundations, so we can, hey, I'm willing to do whatever I got to do because I, I, I believe in uh, what I see. And not what somebody tell me they're going to do. Uh, but anytime, man, you guys are welcome to the show. I definitely appreciate you guys coming in here. I mean, calling in um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday is my show. You know, call in. We have fun. The show usually gets, it usually gets like this. It's, it's very interesting. I don't do a sports show just to do statistics and uh, the numbers and, and wins and losses. I like talking this stuff right here, real life stuff that nobody's really going to talk about. And I and I get some CDs made and get it out to you guys if you need it for anything, any of your publications or whatever. Uh, but an hour after the show, and an hour after the show, you can go back and listen to on Voice America Sports. Oh uh, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, thank you guys. Thank you very much for having us. Thanks for having us, Kwame. Yeah, appreciate it, Kwame. All right, appreciate man. You. you guys, you guys be good and be safe. Have a good all right, Friday. All right, take care, gentlemen. Uh, we gonna. We're gonna get out of here, man. That was that was interesting. I, I like to do more of that. I like to do get those guys. You know, I get Junior Spive in here. I get uh, Brian in here. Brian lives in Arizona, probably about six months out of the year, but he's 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 doing his baseball. Uh, he's he's moving around. I like to get those. Uh, I like to get that show going again. I like to have a part two of that uh, and get a man because there's a lot of things that we have to say. A lot of things that I know. Uh, it just didn't get said. Unfortunately, we'll talk about that ne- next week. You guys have a good Friday. Happy Easter to everybody. Uh, Kwame Lodge Sports Talk. Until then. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.